Guess who's back? Back in black, motherfuckers. Somehow, somehow we're back after only a few short weeks. Yeah. A nice little vacation, if you will. Yeah, we deserve it. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes you like to go away, and you like to go maybe see an island or go on a cruise. Sometimes you like to drive up to the mountains, uh, contemplate life at the edge of a cliff, you know? Sometimes you like to hang glide. Sometimes you want to just, uh, I don't know, live in a basement for a while. And sometimes you just want to live your life normally and not do a podcast. Yeah, and we had one of those moments. Oh, it was nice. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I had a good time. I missed you, though. Oh, I missed you, too. It's not like, um, you know, I, I obviously can't see you. Um, outside of the podcast, so it's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Um. So I feel refreshed about a new car. Yeah, that's very exciting. It's kind of a sexy car too. Oh yeah, it's all black. Just it matches like my heart. your personality. Yeah. And uh, my ass. Some some say I have a black ass. And a shiny one too. Shiny black ass. Yeah, yeah. it's cute. Thank you. Cute like a button or a new car. Hey. <clears throat> I'm not gonna take offense to that. No, of course not, man. You got a beautiful little butt. You I think love during it. the time of this this uh, podcast, I've had three, four cars. Yeah, you kind of run through them, man. <laughs> I have right. a collection. Yeah. What's wrong with collections? No, nothing. You know, fucking. Uh, let's hope this one doesn't get stolen from Knife Point. Oh yeah, I hope that would be nice. That'd be nice. I, I I'm not a huge fan of having my car stolen. So no, I've no lived it, done it. It's yeah. good. And if you haven't heard that episode, that's one of the early ones. Go back and listen. <laughs> One of the early ones. Pick through like the 60, 70 we have out there now and just find it, folks. Yeah, it's not our job to tell you where it is. No. That's your job to find it. Yeah. And then tell other people. So like, subscribe. Like and subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit yeah. the heart button. Whatever button you see that's positive, hit that button. Please. Anything. <laughs> Maybe. And that's a good life advice. Not just for this podcast, but if you're out and, you know, say you're at a bar Mm-hmm. You're at a club with your friends, see a cute girl, see a cute guy, run up to that person and hit that button. Right on the butt. As hard as you can. Well, maybe not. Not too hard. Well, I'm saying if it's a girl and uh, you see a guy that you like, run up to him, wink him in the eye, give him a little flick on the dick, and he'll know what's good because you pretty <laughs> much just gave him an offline Facebook like. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. It's a super aggressive way to go about it. It's not but, like a super poke or a poke because a poke is literally a poke. But mm-hmm. this is a nice little flick. Shows that you like. Yeah. And you subscribe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to say it after you do it, though. A little yeah. flick and then li- I like. Do you say I liked and subscribe? Or no, just like and subscribe. No, you just got to wink and then flick. I don't think any words are necessary after that. A guy knows. A guy knows. Yep. And uh, guys out there, if you see a girl that you like, you've run up there. Maybe just don't touch them at all and respect them. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> compliment their uh, personality. But ladies, guys like to be touched. We need the touch or else, you know, we feel like you don't respect us. Yeah. And that hurts. It hurts yeah. a lot. Ladies. We need your respect. We're desperate. Yeah. I'm telling you. But yeah, we've had a nice little vacation. You know, we've enjoyed it. A lot Missed of things have folks. happened. Yeah, yeah. A lot of things have happened since we've been away. Yeah. Uh, nuclear war is not one of them. Yeah, so we congratulations, didn't die. Hey, everyone. We're still alive. Yeah, we made it so far. Uh, not looking good, but we're, you know, making it. Dude, I got kind of a theory that, like, China is going to let... This is completely uninformed, just gut talk right here. All right, but go. I feel like China is uh, going to let North Korea get a little off the chain, a little crazy. Um, maybe let them launch a missile or something like that as a disguise for them to, like, invade North Korea. Take it over. And then they have all those natural resources that they don't have to, uh, 
you know, trade for anymore. I kind of like what you're you're going with, but I don't think that China would go into North Korea. I think they would use that. They would like China would be like, hey, we're trying to stop them, but like secretly instigate it. Totally. Get North Korea to launch some missile missiles to distract the United States while China then goes in maybe into the Middle East or to to get like uh, uh, some some oil reserves or I don't know maybe uh, maybe join up with Russia and, and double and DP the United States yeah go for a strong like throat and ass fuck to the we'd United be, States we'd be super you know, I'm just saying from either end just straight up slam fucking it oh yeah no they could put us on a rotisserie that's for sure I don't like that a no, nice, no. Like, like like a Chinese Russian rotisserie no thank you I don't think we I think we'd win though you know. Because like, if you remember, it's the, our heart. Yeah, remember the alternative history documentary Red Dawn, where uh, Russia invaded the United States, tried to take it over, couldn't yeah. quite do it because of the spunky teenagers. Yep. We what have, about what about the remake when uh, uh, China was the one who was who was um, invading the United States? It's great. So both Red Dawns, yeah, have kind of. If we need to have the ultimate Red Dawn, what's the ultimate? Oh, Chinese and Russian. Yes, and that's uh, what's actually going to happen. Once again, uninformed. Uh, we have no idea of their correlation, their uh, causation, um, or other words that sound important. Well, yeah, we just like <laughs> we like to think we make our political uh, what do you call them views just based on the next movie we want to see, like yeah. a Chinese like okay, so um, let's just say Russia will invade the eastern side for some reason. I don't know why. But then China will invade the Western uh, Hemisphere, probably coming in. No, this is how it's going to happen, dude. Fucking Russians will come down through Alaska, right? Because yeah. they're right there. Oh, yeah. And then China, who knows what the fuck they'll do, man. Sarah Palin can see Russia from her window. Oh, yeah, she's on... Uh, so she's the first person to get sniped while she's looking out her window after doing her morning hair. That's how our movie starts, man. That'd be... Oh, yeah, let's yeah. make this movie. Sarah Palin just looking out with some binoculars, puts it down, takes a sip of tea, and then... Just like a bullet hole right in between her eyes. And then the audience cheers vivaciously. Mm-hmm. Vive- Good word. Yes, I, I have a book in front of me. I'm reading random words from it, hoping mm-hmm. it sticks. Oh, that one's stuck. I like that <laughs> one. But yeah, because I'm not worried about North Korea, man. I mean, honestly, like, they're they're weird, they're crazy, uh, but they're just too far away. And I feel like if they did launch a missile that could reach us, like, we could just, you know zap it out of the sky you would think so i mean but we also have we're supposed to have a great aerial like we are supposed to have a great aerial defense we're supposed to have great uh um like fighter jets on Mm -hmm. call ready at the drop of a hat drop of a pin um all that defense is supposed to be great but then hey look look what happened what like 16 years ago in in, uh 2001 Oh right, yeah, nine eleven, which just happened a couple thing. days ago, right? Or the, you know, the anniversary. You know, all everything that uh, should have happened didn't happen. Everything that right. could have happened, if everything wasn't working, totally did happen. And uh, this is what we have. This is the America we live in because our defense was not the way we thought it was. Totally. I mean, I've heard people say that like nine eleven was almost our Pearl Harbor. Like we talk about like uh, history. Pearl Harbor was ours too. Oh, yeah, our generations? Our generations, Okay, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. dude, you're kind of confusing me because we had Pearl Harbor. <laughs> that was ours, and now that's like two, that's... <laughs> that one still stings. I was there. <laughs> yeah. And that one, they knew the... Ru- eh, never mind, we won't get into conspiracy theories, but the United States government did receive a telegram, or whatever you call it, from Australia being like, hey, huge chi- uh, Japanese armada headed your way. No big deal. FYI. But, I don't know. 
I think okay. solid lookout. Solid good lookout. looks, Australia. They're good, good people. They're good people. Well, for a country based on um, uh, criminal imports, you know, really good. Really yeah. good people nowadays. They really uh, reformed. Yeah, very like nicely them. reformed country. I like them. They're okay. They're doing all right. Huge shout out to the Australian people. Um, if you want to send uh, send us something like a like or a subscribe, that'd be cool. Yeah, dude, I'm kind of hoping that like if <laughs> North Korea does do something though, like a transformer will leap out of the sea and slap the missile out of the ground. Like the United States will get caught with their pants down and have to use the weird alien technology that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a hundred years in advance to what we have now just leaps up in like the human robot form slaps it out of the sky just like fucking i tried to use like an nba reference oh i mean like dennis rodman like dennis what if we had a dennis rodman robot in the ocean waiting and then uh north korea fires a missile it jumps out of the ocean slaps it back Hits North Korea, yeah, where Do- Dennis Rodman is. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe Boom. Dennis Rodman is a transformer. He's like an organic biological transformer. That's nah, boring. Yeah, kind of. I'm just saying, as like a millennial, I've already moved on. <laughs> it's I- old. I've already come on. Yeah. What are you? What are we even talking about? Yeah. Like and subscribe. Don't forget like to and li- subscribe. <laughs> get a free t-shirt. First hundred like and subscribes get a free t-shirt and other false promises. Other false promises. We'll send you gift certificates that we get in the mail from other organizations. Yeah. Um, you want an AT&T voucher? I got one for you. Mm. Not a good deal. <laughs> not a great deal. No. no, not at all. But you get you do get a discount on uh, the sixth person you add to your line. There you go. That's not nothing. <laughs> you have to live in like a commune to something. get that deal. Yeah, I like it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, dude. So North been Korea a, is, hasn't summer. killed us yet. Has not killed us uh, yet. Football still started here. and the Patriots lost, but we won't talk about that right now because it still hurts. Yeah, still a little chafed. Uh, mm. I think at the end of the day, for maybe we will talk about that. But at the end of the day, really, it's not. It's not. People are like jumping on the fuck the Patriots bandwagon real quick. Oh, they lost. They're not as good as they they can be. Blah blah blah. It's like yeah, they they weren't as good as they could be in that one game. They were using a lot of. New talent for the team. They hadn't had time to organize like a real defense with these new people. They lost some key players mm-hmm. uh, on the defense and the offense, and it just didn't like it. Added, it was not conducive to anything close to a victory. And of course, they lost. Yeah, it was the first game of the season, man. Some shit's not already uh, ironed out. We lost Edelman mm-hmm. early on. Uh, I hear you'll be back for the playoffs, though. Hopefully. Oh, I'm hoping. If we get there. I mean, they said the same thing about Gronkowski last year. Oh, yeah. They were like, oh, he could be back. It's like, no, he's not, dude. He's not going to be back. But Gronk's mm. back out there with his metal arm, his metalloid, like... Fucking medieval Temple armor. smasher. Yeah, dude. I feel like the Crusaders wore that kind of shit. I'm just saying, like, if I was an uh, NBA, if I was an NFL player and I saw saw my opponent using that, I'd be fucking furious. I'd be like, how is that okay? Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. You're going to put a piece of armor on an oak tree? That's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know, though. I kind of like the... I feel like the whole league was trying to jinx the Patriots, though, in the preseason. Yep. Being like, oh, they're going to win every game, and they're so unstoppable. Like, I feel it was almost like a passive-aggressive, like... Uh, Reverse psychology, exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah. Like, they were they're trying... They're going to be so good. So, how could anyone beat the... In that way, it's perfect little bitch-out, because they can be like, oh, yeah, we all we knew from the beginning that we weren't going to win. So, uh, it's not even like we lost. But, yeah, so I don't know. They lost the first game. 
Belichick looked like he was going to you know, eat a baby, but um, that's what we want. I, I really like pissed off Belichick. I oh, like- yeah, because that means he's getting his hoodie back over his eyes. He's jumping in his, his blacked-out van, and he's running through the, the hood just to find some new talent. Absolutely. He'll steal people in the middle of the night if he has to, but he will. Mm-hmm. How, how crazy would that be if just like some high school star just woke up and Bill Belichick was sitting on the foot of his bed, just like looking at him? Listen, you have two choices. <laughs> One is death, and the other is glory. Right. And then he just like waves his hand at him like a Jedi and just like sleep. And you just fall back asleep. You don't know if it's real or not. Wake Next up thing at you, camp. Wake up at camp, yeah. And you're, and you're like six <laughs> inches taller. You have like 40 more pounds of muscle on you. You're like, and what now happened? you're African-American. Probably, if you weren't already before. Or do we know what we need on our team, though? Like racially? To really just round out everything? Like a good like Samoan Oh, yeah, Islander. like defensive line? Yeah, we need like a Hakamakamuki or something like that. Oh, yeah. You know, with hey, like... Hey, we used to have like a, a guy on the offensive line. Who man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Humawamanui. Yeah, whatever. I just made that up. It no, sounded there was right. a name like that. Yeah. There was. Yeah. And he was, uh, I, I know about this because I had him on Madden. Yeah. He was all right. Was he? <laughs> Statistically, according to the game, eh, he was average. <laughs> but like, in my heart, I knew I could count on him for that yeah. like glory pass. He was like a personal morale booster for you. <laughs> I like it. It now, was good. We need like a good solid Islander. I would love a, just a, a Samoan offensive line. Just Samoan. unmovable Islanders. In the way. Legs thick from years of, I, I guess, I don't know, climbing coconut well, we trees. You got some speed and stuff with that, too. You can't just have, like, the big, um, like, the sumo guys out there. You got to have, like, some versatile defense. Like, some mm. someone who can block, yet chase you down if they have to. Right. Pretty much what we're looking for is some, like, um, like beat cops. That's oh, what yeah? we need. Just good need. salt of the earth. Still carry a billy club sort of guys. Old. Old, but just you know, like long in the tooth. Still it's like fit. their last last leg before they can retire. Mm. So it's like they're either gonna die or they're gonna like fucking kill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely. I, I want those guys. Once again, movie references, but <laughs> that's how we navigate a lot of just like this deciding what we want in life. What would make the coolest movie? It's yeah. Know? That's like how I pick mates. Is, mates. Uh, <laughs> that's what I call them. My uh, yeah. prospected uh, female inquiries. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, a another, way that's like another creepy way to say that. So when I do like a David Attenborough on you, I just yeah. can't remember how he talks. How's he do it again? He has got like a weird one. Like fucking Michael Grafius. I can't do it, man. I'm blanking. I have no idea Fuck what it. you're talking about. So, whoa. David Attenborough. Yeah, no, we'll come back to that one later. The guys, we're knocking the rust off of this, all right? We're getting back on Sounds the Sounds like you're the knocking bicycle. the rust off. I've been just like, I've been You're grease it. lightning. Been you're grease lightning. It. Uh, I've been drinking a lot of MCT oil, just like my boy Joe Rogan says to do. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Do it. Maybe I drink more than him, but that's okay. You know. Yeah. I get as long as we, you know different paths, but we get to the same destination. Uh, we both shit our pants. That's pretty much what I'm saying. MCT oil is great, especially if you like to shit your pants. Oh, dude, I don't know, man. No, what, no. What is it? What does it do pants. for you? What is it? What is it? Oh, I got it right here. Yeah, that's how heavy it was. So this is a $20 bottle from uh, my boys over at um, um, GNC. Oh, those are good old boys. I love my uh, GNC. They'll match your prices like to any like any other company, even online real- realtors and stuff like that, which is, um, which is crazy that they'll match anybody. 
Except for like Kevin slinging vitamins out of his trunk, you know they they can't really match those prices because they're so low. Yeah. Kevin just sells them so low out of his trunk. Uh, suggested use. All right. Um. So the M the medium chain uh, triglycerides, aka the MCTs. Yeah. Uh, are fats that are naturally found in coconut and palm kernel uh oils. Uh, they're more easily and rapidly digested than other types of fats. So what this does, like for me, because I'm on on keto, is it gets it it boosts the ketones in my blood quicker than like normal fats would. Okay. So these are like, you know how there's um there's different types of fiber, there's different yeah. types of like sugar. Some some like go through your system quicker. Uh, some just like stick around for a little bit longer. So it's like these are like ultra soluble fats. Okay. You know what I mean? They just like run through, get they boost my ketones. So do you feel like an increase from energy when you take it? Um I or don't know. Or help I you mean, digest things I've, better? I think they help my digestion. You know, I'm still doing the um ACVs, apple cider vinegar. Oh yeah. You know. I, I say like all these slangs. I got to make sure people know what I'm talking I know, about. No, not hip like the kids, man. You got to break it down uh, for me. You know, I, I do that like in the mornings, sometimes at nights, mm. um, to to just to keep the stomach acid level at the right level because I feel like I don't have enough acid in my stomach to like yeah. digest food. So when I get the the vinegar in there, it really like helps things out. And then I drink the MCT oil. Helps me stay regular as well. There but it doesn't go. make me shit my pants like I was saying before. So don't be afraid of MCT oil. Um, if anything, like if you're if you are on a diet and you need like good fat in your diet, um, dude, get some MCT oil because it, it's a quick fat. It's a good fat to have. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, a lot of these new diets coming out. If I feel like people keep realizing that we don't know that much about nutrition, dieting correctly. Things like that. Like, I feel like it's getting, like, narrowed down more and more so now. But, I don't know. Like, uh, this keto thing is still working for you, you know, like, consistently. Like, I just, I'm trying to get, like, the bead on where the bullshit is. Like, yeah, eggs are good. Are we, are eggs good? Eggs are always good. Eggs are always eggs good. Eggs are always good. I mean, okay. there's a lot of good protein, a lot of good fat. The, um, the yolk, too, or is the egg whites or fucking... I do the whole thing. Whole thing. I'm a whole egg kind of guy. I'm Rocky not be, style. I don't like to separate people, so why would I separate my eggs? Beautiful. Beautiful. Right. You should run for office. I will run for office, office someday. Maybe, Which office? Uh, my office? No, I don't know, like the bathroom office. Bathroom. I'd vote for Because uh, I've been drinking a lot of MCT oil, yeah. so I gotta run. Yeah, bathroom meister. Meister <laughs> of the bathroom. I will hold the napkins quite well. Lord of the throne. I work for tips. I work... <laughs> How, how many like uh, bathroom attendant attendees have you seen in your life? Oh, none. I know we come from a low class uh, area, none. but dude, I, it's so awkward. Like when I, when I'm like, you've seen one? Oh yeah, because I sometimes I go to like fancy places, fancy restaurants, nice um, clubs in the city, and there'll be like a fucking like dude just hanging out in the corner, and it's so creepy. Because I don't know if you've ever had someone like stare at you when you take a piss, but never. it's not comfortable. Yeah, dude. Does it make me feel safe? I mean, and I like to feel safe when I'm whizzing. Yeah, dude. Sometimes I will just like. I one time I was at the movie theater recently, and I was trying to take a piss, and it had just like just this big old line of urinals, and I was just like trying to do my piss. Didn't have to go that bad, but I did have to go. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it, and just walked away. Went into the stall, kicked it open, and just pissed right in there. And it was beautiful. And I loved it, and I wasn't embarrassed. I love it. I like a private piss. 
Okay. I'm a private pisser as well. You know, and there's nothing wrong with it. You know, because I like it needs. I need to be in a certain state where I can just really just not give a fuck and just piss around. Yeah. That really have to piss, or you know, you know those other certain <laughs> drunk as fuck is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So yeah, just go in the stall. Just fuck it. You know. No shame. Leave the door open if you want. If a stall is available, what are you doing? You trying to show off that you're peeing? Yeah, you know what I, I mean? like it. It makes an echo too, so your stream sounds more impressive. I kind of do the Larry David. I'm a huge fan of uh, the sit and piss. Oh, in public though. In public, yeah, sure. Okay. I bring hand sanitizer with me everywhere, Michael. Yeah. I sanitize the shit out of that lid. Mm-hmm. I plop my buns down <laughs> on that uh, on that seat, and I yep. go to town and I whiz away. I whiz away. <sighs> It does sound kind of relaxing. Do you like rub the hand sanitizer all over your ass afterwards? No. I don't want to dry out my ass too much because then I'd have to (laughs) coconut oil my ass a little bit too much. I know. You already run through the coconut oil. I don't want to have chapped ass, Michael. No, I don't want to. Nobody wants chapped ass. No. No. So, folks, if you're going to be rubbing uh, hand sanitizer in your ass, do it lightly. No, you do it on the seat. You don't need to do it on your ass. Just the seat. But then you got. uh, No, okay. I can get behind that. I was just thinking, like, if you're going to rub your hand. On the seat, yep. that could get a little weird. But you I guess a hand you, sanitizer on your hand, or you just bring like a brush, you know, with you, and you just brush it on there, something like that. No, this is what I usually do. Life Michael, hack. is I take a, a couple pieces of toilet paper, mm-hmm. plop some of the hand sanitizer on the on the paper towel or the toilet paper, and I wipe the seat with that, throw it in the bowl, mm-hmm. then plop the buns down. <laughs> I plop those 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 su- my supple buns. Wait, wait, describe them more. How supple are we talking? Well, I mean, I use coconut oil and mm-hmm. I use cocoa butter on my buns, so they're oh, pretty there soft. Oh man! Well, you do have your Cabana Boy career going on. So I, yeah, you know, I've been what the people want. Been looking pretty good. I've been wearing my shades a lot. You know, mm-hmm. just hanging out by uh, like elderly women's pools, just like looking good. I get paid to do that sometimes. <laughs> Feels good. You yeah. know? Feels good. No, just dude. be like eye candy. That's not a bad job. <laughs> Indeed.com. Eye candy. Cabanaboy.com, really. Dude, it was just like in a movie we recently saw. There's like uh, there's people in the pen and there's people outside of the pen. And I'm a person outside of the pen when it comes to fucking uh, public bathrooms. I'm the one you got to worry about. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> like I like I I'm on I'm the one of the bad guys when it comes to that shit, dude. I like dare people to flush the toilet after I do, man. <laughs> I will break that thing. Like, it's just, ah, just so, I don't know, man. So I just you, become a different person in You there. refuse to flush your own toilet? No, man, what yeah. kind of bathrooms do you go into where you have to manually do it anyways? Oh, this is 2017. Yeah. It's automatic. I've been in some nefarious fucking bathrooms. Sometimes, you know, I almost don't like those because then I can't leave my mark as hard there. Okay. You know, but uh, yeah, I like to really, because I figure like you're either going to be the hunter or the hunted. So you're a lega- you're a legacy shitter. Kind of. So you like to like leave a little piece of lore. Yeah. I little... want someone to walk into that stall, turn around and walk right back out. So when I go back to that bathroom again, my shit's still sitting in that fucking toilet. It's resonating with an honorable mention to your ass. Exactly. Yeah, it just intimidates anyone else to go in there. It's just sticking out of the water like a sunken ship. It's beautiful. Oh, man, that's stink shaming. Mm-hmm. That stink is shaming me from being in the bathroom. That's not PC. <laughs> I'm bothered. Ah. Oh, triggered Tom. You again. No, I'm not triggered. You sound a little triggered. Ah. Triggered. <laughs> Yeah, Triggered Tom didn't go anywhere. He's still here. Yeah. He's, and he's with all still, of us. 
You were used to them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, I've, wow. Dude, we talk about uh, season finale of Game of Thrones yet? Oh, jeez. What the fuck, man? All right, so uh, we got some strong incest towards the end of that. Yeah, dude. We kind of thought that incest was over when uh, Jamie and Cersei split. But then uh, we got some full-fledged uh, incest going on later on in the episode, which people were excited for. That was some really um, gilded and um, and weighted for incest. Yeah. I just love framing it that way. Because <laughs> that's what it is. It totally is. And exactly people have that. totally been just like, I can't wait for the for them to fuck. I can't yeah. wait. It's like, you know that they're like, that's, <laughs> that's like aunt and nephew right there. And they're like, I don't care. Uh. I don't care. Yeah, man. I think it's funny, too, because I feel like the show knew what they were doing, too. It's like they were building it up the whole way where it's like, these people are going to fuck. But there and can only be one incest relationship at a time. That's what they want you to think. Dude, actually, as one incest relationship falls apart, another one springs up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude. Highlander rules. <laughs> there can, can only, only be one. Be one. I fucking love it. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I like how they revealed it as he was entering her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty glorious. It was pretty glorious. Because you're like, yes, yes, yes. Wait, no. Wait, no. Yes. Oh. Did he finish? Of course he of finished. Of course he did. He's Jon oh. Snow. He's a warrior. Yeah. He never walks away from a fight. He ne- Like a real warrior, he never pulls out. Yeah, dude. Well, if your aunt looked like that, and then she also couldn't get pregnant, don't tell me you wouldn't. Oh, she's going to get pregnant from his seed. Are you, you kidding so? me? That Targaryen seed? It's that Targaryen seed. They have to incest. I think you're right, dude. I'm pretty sure that they have to. Yeah. Fuck. And it's also like Jon Snow has a little uh, non-Targaryen blood in him. Yeah. So maybe that'll help it out a little bit. He has like the, the uh, what do they call it? The submissive gene of oh, yeah. the of the Starks, uh, while the d- dominant is the Targaryen, uh, we're getting some weird genealogy shit here. But um, strap yeah. in tight because this is gonna be a rough ride. I'm telling you, just like um, you know, Jon Snow gave uh, Daenerys a nice little rough ride. Totally, because uh, just like uh, just like us, he's a rough rider. Yeah, I was a little bummed that you saw more of his ass than her ass, though. I know. She was like completely we- covered. That was really unfortunate. We were, we yeah. were kind of, I don't know about you, but I've been hoping to see a little bit more for a while. I know it's her body double. I know it's not actually mm-hmm. her. I know she signed a contract that says she's not going to do any more nudity. That's bullshit. But I've been looking for that body double for a long time. <laughs> Very true. Where is she? Come on now. Give her some work. Yeah. Give us some entertainment. Ah. Whatever. There better be more titties in the next one, man. Well, I mean, we're going to have like two hour episodes. So uh, six, two hour episodes or something like that. Probably an hour and a half, two hour, whatever. They say feature length, but that can mean anything. True. That could just be like, oh, it's a 55 minute length episode (sighs) instead of 50. And we're like, fuck you. We only got like three more episodes or whatever. Fucking cunts. I don't know. Any gripes you had from the last episode? Anything you wish they did more, less of? Instead of, um, you know, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen the episode. Yeah, we kind of let it sit. Uh, that's the thing, you know. It's it was it was pleasant because it it was jam packed, but at the same time, I like was just hoping that it wouldn't end. I wanted right. I wanted some like finality in that episode, but I know it's just building up to the last season. It's like every gripe I have can be countered within the same breath. So I don't 
I'm going to say no. Okay. That's, well, I just felt like, okay, again, like as if we didn't already gut the thing, we're gutting it like a fish. Fucking, I think the wall came down too easy. Way too easy. Okay. Fire, like I get that it's demonic, brought back to life dragon and shit like that. Ice King, you know, put his dick in the dragon, brought it back to life. But I just feel like he just blew on the wall for it like was just his balls, Michael. Not thirty seconds. He dragged his balls across the dragon's face, but he just dragon just blew on the wall for like a minute, and then this ancient, unbreakable magic structure shatters, mm-hmm. shatters in a million fucking pieces. Well, I mean, it's never had a dragon blow on it before, Michael. True, but they should have thought of that shit. Well, I guess it's like undead, brought back to life, dragon. So I didn't check my magic handbook. I don't know if that like makes it more powerful. If that would counteract the wall's magic, because the wall is supposed to be magical, is it in the show or in is that book. just the books? In the book, there's differences between the books and the show, and you yeah, can't but- carry one one thing from the book into the show if that's never been brought into the show. Yeah, well, it might have been. They could have said like, "This is a magic." Wall. I mean, there's like fucking hours and hours exactly. of dialogue. Who knows? I'm just gonna say, yes, they did say it. They didn't say to that. bolster my argument. Well, I'm saying they didn't. Well, we have a lot of Game of Thrones to watch then. Yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, Staying up real late with our notebooks. Yeah, just yelling at each other. Tracking dialogue. Tracking dialogue. Both. God. Yeah. So, yeah, the dragon thing didn't sit too well with me because I was really hoping to see this whole time. I was like, dude, I can't wait to see how these undead are going to get past the wall, this magic barrier. I was like, are they just going to climb up it like fucking, you know, Z Nation or whatever the fuck that is? They just crawl up the wall, which would be cool. I would have liked to see that. Yeah. World War Z. World War Z. Fuck yeah, it was a shitty movie. Fucking Brad Pitt. Yeah. Suck fast. (laughs) That's how I, that's what I call it. It's a shit fast, really. Yeah. That was like a marathon dump. That's what that was. (laughs) You might as well just be like taking a huge shit for the length of that movie because that's literally what you'd see on the screen. Yeah, it had more plot development. Instead of being put into your eyes, it's coming out of your ass. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit more productive if you're taking that dump instead. It is. Oh, hi, it is. It is. It I don't is. know. What else we got there? Like, uh, Tormund, he definitely survived. They didn't kill off Tormund or Beric Dondarrion. They better not have. No, that would be so I think so they stupid. made it to the other side of the wall. Yeah, I think so too, man. Or, like, they're going to, like, just have their heads pop up out of, like, some snow and be like, oh, shit, got to go back. Send a, send a raven. Send a send raven. Send a raven. Yeah, did you notice how quick we didn't talk about the the preseason finale either? But that they got the message down to Daenerys on the other side of the continent pretty damn quick, mm. like in a day. And then she's up there, like thirteen hours after they like sent the Raven. Oh, I like it, but I mean that's a little like uh, okay. I guess you know we have to move the story along here, but yeah, but I don't know. I don't really keep track of that stuff. It's more of the fantasy. It's all fantasy to begin with, so you can't be, Mm. like, trying to do math on it. No, that's true. I mean, it's such a good show, too. You know, whenever you try to think... Like, you really have to try to think of something that you don't like about it. It's like, you're like... People are, like, refusing to accept the legitimacy of the timeline, but are just so welcoming to the fucking, like, blatant incest that happens. Mm. Like, it's it's just such a double-edged sword. It's like, you can't be just so, like, accepting of one thing and then refusatory of another thing. New word, by the way. Refusatory. I, like uh, I don't mean to be so braggadocious about it, but it's a new word, and it's beautiful. Be- best word ever. Refusatory. Add it to your dictionary. Love it. Use it. Tell your mom that you're... That she's being too refusatory to your claim to uh, uh, her, her will. So... Yeah. I don't know. Try it out. Okay, so I got something going on, Michael, and uh, 
I thought I'd uh, bring it up. Oh, what you got? Well, it's it's rare for me, but it does happen from time to time where I uh, I like someone. I get to know someone, and I then oh, yeah? decide I like them. There you go. That's exciting, man. So you got to let you keep that on your horizon? Well, I think I do. I think I do. I think I'm... Uh, I think tomorrow I'm going to, you know, do the whole normal person thing and try to get them to hang out with me. Not that sounds like I'm trying to trick I know, them. It already but like sounds ask like a trick. them like a normal person. Yeah. Cuz obviously I'm not a normal person. We both know that. No, oh, you're you're pretty okay. I mean like uh no who wants to be normal, you know? Normal's all overrated. Yeah, but I mean that's exciting, dude. Eccentric is the new platinum. Yeah, well just the thing is just get out of your own way. Yeah, well, I'm not in my way. I'm just, I know that this is something that, like, it's like if you want something, the only thing that stands in between you and that thing or that feeling or whatever is you. It's like you want to be happy. You know the, the, I don't mean to go off on a side tangent, but you can just be happy right now. If anybody out there wants to be happy, you can be happy. It's You're stopping yourself from being happy by giving yourself what they call, like, the the dangling carrot. It's like, mm-hmm. I'll be happy if I get this. I'll be happy if I have that. I'll be happy if I get to do this thing. It's like, why don't you just be happy now? And that way, if any of those things happy happen, you know, maybe you'll just feel even happier. Exactly. Or you can feel what they call grateful. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also what you're saying is just staying in the moment, being present, you know? Yeah. Not being a uh, outcome dependent really. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing that like, that, Whenever I hyper-focus on outcomes, I never end up doing anything because I get too anxious. Right, because you're paralyzed, man, because you're already running through all the negative outcomes, what could happen. I mean, like, because me and you are pretty similar, and, like, uh, we kind of acknowledge that the best thing could happen, but it's also, like, our brain is just running through the list of what could go wrong, how we'll deal with it when it does go wrong, and it's really prepping ourselves for, like, failure almost, you know? I mean, as as important as it is to be prepared for everything that happens in life you know sometimes you just like the the only way to really live life and the only real way to like live these feelings is to take it on the chin just to take it as it comes and you know it's like i got one mission and that mission is to ask this girl to like hang out with me this weekend yep and wherever that takes that conversation that's for future mike to care about and Mm -hmm. right now mike is just focused on you know, um, you know, I did my workout. I got the, got the, got the paper. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, take a shit, take a shower, and go to work and do all these things that I normally do. Yeah, I'm just gonna be me. Just be you, and it's also yeah, just like you said. Remember the mission. The mission is just to ask. That's what you want to do. You just want to put it out there, and so Woo-hoo. you can't fuck that up as long as you ask, man. Yeah, then that's like, if that's the mission, you know, yeah. no matter what, it's going to happen. So, like, mm-hmm. there you go. That's success in either way. I've I've gotten no's. I've gotten, uh, you know, long-winded no's. I've gotten a few yeses in my life. I have. You know, I wouldn't be here if I had no no yeses. I'd probably end up in a ditch or something. But, um, you know, I've had so many different outcomes to that question in my life already. Where, what's another no? What's another go fuck off what's another whatever like it's our all of it's happened yeah and you've like got to the point where you realize the worst thing is just never knowing that's the worst thing that's the worst outcome is that you never asked you never know right because i mean give your brain that kind of material to chew on those late nights 
what could have happened, what might have happened. That's no way to live. And that will that will keep you from living in the moment, you know? Because honestly, if you ask a girl out and she says no, that's not even really a bad thing, man. Because now you're not wasting energy exactly. on, uh, on pining on this thing, you know? It's, and it frees you up to, you know, worry about other things. And the best thing is, you know, I, I know my worth nowadays. I know I'm a de- decent person. I, you know, like most of you out there should feel about yourselves, except for the psychopaths, the true psychopaths that are listening to this episode. Uh, you should feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, depression happens. I have dealt with depression a lot my, in my life and, you know, whatever. Been, I was bullied as a child. You know, I've dealt with everything. I've dealt with everything. But that was just me listening to other people. Right. When I start to listen to myself on this matter, you know, like I have a lot of different hobbies. I have a good job. I'm good at what I do. I like to live life. You're goddamn worth it. I'm worth it. Yeah. And once I know that, like, well, fuck yeah, everything else is a breeze. Yeah, dude. You just described confidence, man. I think I think you have confidence. Oh, I got confidence. Yeah, you do. Sometimes it's a little too much, but um, I'm trying to keep it reined in, you know, I either have too. I used to have either too much confidence or zero confidence on matters. I'm just trying to keep it baseline. Yeah, and find uh, a happy medium between confident and self aware. You know, you know, live the McConaughey life. You know, so keep it all right, all, all right, right, all right. It is Life's what it like is, a, man. Life's like a highway. You just gotta drive it. Shut the fuck baby. up. <laughs> In a Lincoln. Yeah. Sometimes where you're going, you gotta turn back. Sometimes when you turn back, you got to turn back again to go where you're going. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, am I buying a Lincoln or a shitty fortune cookie? Because it seems quite similar. (laughs) It sounds better when you can do quick cuts of people like shifting and like looking over their shoulder and things like that. And then like McConaughey's eyes. Yeah. God damn, do I want to buy a Lincoln? (laughs) That would be nice. Dude, I'm excited for you though, man. Oh, man, it's freaking... 26 year old dude like i just want to i don't know like it really just like i haven't had many of these moments in my life where i was, like got to know someone and i was like then i want to ask them out it's usually just like like fucking either tinder you meet someone and like then you ask them out then like it's usually quick it's quick stuff and i've even before tinder it was like quick stuff um you know whatever like parties you know mutual friends whatever but like you know, I've known this person for like a year now, I think. Right. It's it's different. It's different. It's different. It really is. Well, you got to know her better as a person and shit. Yeah. And you're still with it. She's which not is, just a good looking person. She's actually like a decent person. Right. Nice person. You're saying that Great like person. it's a revolutionary thing. I, I think it's pretty revolutionary, man. I don't yeah. really come across people that are like, you know, both good looking and like good seeming people. I think at the same time. Well, like you were saying before, like maybe not on mic, but just saying you want to surround yourself with better people and just like kind of exude that positivity. Oh, yeah. I think this, this might be a manifestation of that a little bit. You know, like even if it doesn't work out, you know, you at least have like, you know that it's out there and it, that it exists. Yeah. So I don't know. All it's all roses, really. Unless she just like maces you when you ask her or something like that. Just stomps on your toe and punches you in the dick, runs away. Like, that, not to dude, put that in your mind. That's what not happened to put that in, in your like mind. elementary school. So once right. again, I've already had that outcome. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be a big deal. You're ready for anything, dude. <laughs> Would not be a big deal. Yeah, dude, you went through, uh, that's the thing, at 26 years old, you've been through the boot camp of life. 
You've right. seen the worst, uh, the worst it can be, and it's already happened. So fuck it. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great outcome? What's that? To fuck it. No, oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Giggity. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't listen to this episode and then feel completely awkward and or regretting of their decision in that moment. Unless yeah. it was a no and now they're regretting it because of how awesome I am. Yeah. Um, you are right to feel regrettable about that. It's uh, You should have said yes, but you fucked up and I'm moving on. You know, I'm moving on. Yeah. Uh, and this is just in case that they said yes, and now they're listening to it. Thank you so much. It means the world to me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Michael, any uh, prospects in your life? Uh, like, not really. No, not right now. There's, like, uh, maybe, like, an iron in the fire somewhere, but uh, it's just not not simple right now. Like, maybe the person in question has a significant other or something like that, but uh, don't want to get too specific. Because I'm a little superstitious, believe in jinxes, and uh, maybe they listen. So we're going to be vague, super vague. I'm interested in Vicky Vagary is actually Ooh, her name. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, but we'll see. It's it's a weird buttery thing. Buttery Butterson. Yeah. Butter Butterson. I said Buttery Butterson. Because uh, Buttery sounds like more of a feminine name. Buttery sounds like a dude name. No, that's Butter. Uh, butters, yeah. I don't know. It's Buttery. Sounds beautiful. Buttery. Like it's a French name. Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. It's a weird fucking ground to tread on, though. Like when uh, you're hanging out with someone who already has a significant other. Yeah. And shit like that. Because it's like, you don't want to do anything greasy. It's like, because especially if you do genuinely sort of like the other person that you're talking to. Like you were saying, like, oh, shit, she has a brain and, like, has opinions that I like and want to hear more about. This is crazy. But then she has, like, a boyfriend and shit like that. So... I don't know, like, I'm a firm believer in, like, if there's, like, think there's substance there, you don't want to plant seeds in, like, shitty soil, you know, so that's really sort of, like, where I'm at right now, so it's really just, like, I got a friend, I have a friend out there, but, um, that's really all it is, and like you were saying before, man, you gotta be okay with the right now, and I'm okay with the right now, you know? Dude, I'm so happy right now. Yeah. And so, like, anything else that happens that's good is just extra. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm already, I already, my life is already, like, a beautiful cake. Yeah. And uh, you want to throw some decoration on that cake? Sure, go for it. Absolutely. Like, I just keep focusing on how it can get better, not the ways in which it sucks, you know? And I think that's really, like, where you got to kind of keep yourself. Because there's always going to be things that could be better. Um, but it just depends on how you look at it. Yeah, I could make $2 million a year instead of just one. <laughs> I don't make a million dollars. I wish. No. <laughs> uh, I almost a... made a hundred grand this year, but, you know, I didn't. Uh, yeah. But I you didn't. You almost did? Uh, let's see. Let me do some math. No, not close. No? Okay. I, was I mean, be like, like, shit, I'm off I by like a car length. A car length, yeah. But that's not that bad. No. I'm not doing bad. Those are expensive feet, though. I did make the most money this year than I have in my whole life, so... Congratulations. If you yeah. want to talk about m- making money. Money isn't happiness, though. I know I could be happy without anything. Because, uh, you know, I I lost a car. It didn't have much going on for me, and I was happy. Because mm-hmm. I, I surrounded myself with good people. That's what you got to do. And you put out good, you know, you get good back. You don't expect the world... And um, everything else that comes to you that, you know, that you're not expecting is just extra. So you feel good about it. Yeah. Don't expect things. I don't expect things. 
because I know that that's how you get let down. Well, I don't know, man. I think you can like uh, you can hope. I don't think expect, yeah. expecting things is a good idea. Well, yeah, exactly. Like in, in the sense of like where you will be disappointed, and also it makes it sound like there's a like a time date on it. Like I ex- if I don't have this by right now, I'll be fucked up or something like that. Yeah. But I think it's really good to like, yeah, no, visualize on what exactly you do want and shit like that. Like you should always be like pushing for better and shit like that. But mm. this understanding that the way you get there is being ready for that good stuff to come to you. And that is basically just meaning you being positive, open, receptive, as opposed to, you know, just negative, always looking down on yourselves. Like there has been instances where looking back on how an interaction went, you like I personally have seen things where it's like if I was more positive or more just looking for the best possible outcome as opposed to prepping myself for the worst one, I could have I there was an opportunity I missed where I could have <clears throat> maybe accomplished the a goal or something like that, but I wasn't looking for it, so I missed it. So I think that's a big thing is as, as long as you're looking for the good things to come it's not like I feel like good things happen to people or like the possibility of them happen yeah. happening are all around us really. Like there's no such thing as l- like luck in a sense where it's just like you're kind of just you see what you want to see, you know. And so if you all if you live in a world of shit where everything just sucks, that's all you're ever going to see and you will straight up miss those golden opportunities. It sounds like a whole world of illusions to me. I mean, what like sleight of hand. What sleight of hand is is a distraction um, based method to uh, to like conceal something so uh, or a truth or whatever but in this case you know talking about like the physical or the tangible like magic and stuff like that but in this case it's more of like opportunities it's yeah. very similar very similar because it's like what you're looking for could distract you from something else and if you put in your head all these negative things then you're just distracting yourself from all the good that was probably there too yeah I think a really important way to decide what you're looking for to learn how to look is you really got to itemize in your brain what it is that would make you happy you know because like sometimes like I know for example there's like friends of ours who can get hung up on a single girl who is looking for this girl to be like they want support stability love these things and they see like you know a girlfriend or whatever and they're like that is my key to this and let's say like the relationship's not perfect but it's like you understand that like you might have to let something go to let what you really need come into your life. You know, so it's like if you do, if you're like, I just want love in a relationship so bad, I will do anything to make this work. Sometimes that's not the right approach. Like there's working smart and then there's working hard. And, you know, if you're working hard to make something like that work where it's like, you just got to like itemize what you want again and be like, this is not giving me what I want. And I can drag a comparison from that to uh, um, ritualist- ritualistic uh, um, sacrifices. Yeah, you got to sacrifice something to summon something that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, I use a lot of magic guys out there, um, so that's where this is a reference. I kind of like from. it. Yeah, uh, you know, you gotta you gotta put whatever sacrifice you're gonna have, um, in in uh, in tribute to whatever you hope to summon, and whether it be uh, goodwill or whether it be uh, some love and happiness. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you really gotta sacrifice. Whether hey, it could be like a fucking college degree. You know, a lot of sacrifice goes into that. Um, same thing goes with feelings. It's like, you can't, yeah. you can't just like fucking expect things to be handed to you. That's not how the world works. Unfortunately, most millennials, 
Bless you. Of which we are, have uh, experienced that. Like a lot of golden spoons being thrown around there. Well, we, we're grown up in an age of instant gratification. And it's kind of interesting how technology and relationship and love are interweaving now. Because, you know, there's like the Tinder and all the dating websites. But then there's also like, I don't know, like there's this technology just makes it that much more complicated to have a relationship or whatever. But Oh, yeah. Well, because everyone's like using these short term devices and then trying like initially trying to get these short term things, but then expecting long term results. It's like that's not how that works. Right. You need a long term um, uh, uh, beginner to have a long-term ender. Like you can't just like short-term, like, you know, I got this short-term solution here. Let's hope, let's hope that it creates this long-term result that I want. Yeah. It's not fucking how anything works. You dumb no. idiot. But it's also, I, I think that there's freaking idiot. There's so many like templates for what a good life looks like online. Like, as you know, there's that old thing. Everyone says that only, people only put their best on Facebook, but I mean like, uh, I feel like people are spending less time like being kind of introverted and looking inward about what they want and because there's such a there's this crazy feed of information and ideas and like uh, the dogma of what society like is putting on you and shit like that yeah. and that can get really confusing sometimes like I think sometimes like someone's feeling lonely but as opposed to like finding someone else maybe what they have to do is just get comfortable with themselves you know just like what I was trying to say with the internet, like giving us all these different ideas and things like that is that they can, um, be distracting. Cause I think sometimes like a lot of the answers you want are not going to come from an outside source, but are just going to come from a lot of like just going for a goddamn walk and just like thinking about okay, shit. Yeah, you know? People nowadays have a problem with being alone mm-hmm. and they say that, uh, being alone will make them lonely, but those are two separate things. Absolutely. You can be alone and not lonely. I mean, you have the company of yourself and all your thoughts and the world around you. It's not like when you're all alone, everything stops to stops existing. Uh, the world stops spinning. There's nothing outside of your periphery. Right. You know, it's it, it all exists and constantly moves in the same movement and speed as you do. The world will not stop. You know, so like you got to open yourself to that. Yeah. And really appreciate it, too. Because I feel like human beings need those times, we, man. Yeah, and it's like we, we get so, like our our generation, the younger generations, um, like you said, the instant gratification, the instant responses of the internet. Yeah. You go on there, you get a like, you get a subscribe. Don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, tell your grandmother about this. Tell tell your great aunt. Tell your uh, cousin, uh, uh, Freddie, about this. Your male person. Yeah, tell your male person, male, like male, male person, male women, male man, male, uh, male deliverer. Yes, your parcel carrier. Uh, letter bitch. Tell your letter bitch about this. Yeah, or tell don't. your tell your bookie about this. Your bookie, that's a good one too. But yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like uh, we're it's almost like a science experiment though. We're gonna see what kids are like. Uh growing up with this having known nothing else because at least with us i mean we know about dial-up internet yeah we, we had instant messenger as children but you know his parents want to make a phone call you to cut yourself off from the world real quick <laughs> memorize house phone numbers talk to your friend's parents Dude, try things, to get things them. change so quick man yeah. i remember being like calling my friend's house 
nobody answered the house phone or like somebody did and oh they weren't home and that was it like yeah. oh I guess I'm not hanging out with Carl today mm-hmm. uh, but nowadays you call their phone you, or you text them they don't answer you call them they don't answer you go on their Facebook you message them see if they have any act- recent activity right. oh they're listening to Spotify they mm-hmm. can fucking answer their phone it's yeah. like that's some fucking crazy shit that we're putting ourselves through it is some crazy fucking feelings of like oh why aren't they hanging out with me why 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 we're because we're so outcome dependent nowadays because of facebook and other social media devices that's true it's almost like the fact that we can instantly communicate with almost anyone in our lives instantaneously makes us feel that much more lonely when we're not you know because like you were saying you call your friend's house they don't answer that's where it ends you know you don't like fucking beat yourself up about it and that's how i'm gonna treat this fucking question that i'm gonna ask this girl tomorrow yeah just be like, like it is what it is and that's it if she says no, just be like, good. Well, don't say good, but she like, this wasn't even for you. This was for me. You know, I don't know. Don't say that. Oh, no, like, hey, don't don't sh- think about what I'll probably saying. just reinforce the answer and be like, well, I'm glad I know now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to ask her to go to a movie with me. And yeah. She'll be like, oh, I'm busy. And be like, hmm, <laughs> I'll deal with that tomorrow. <laughs> You'll I don't deal wanna, with it tomorrow, man. I don't it's even want to think about that outcome. It's already mission accomplished at that yeah. point. In my mind, I've already done it. Yeah, dude. I've already done other things too. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you guys will find out next episode how that went, and um, maybe I'll have a completely different feeling about it at that point. Yeah, real resentful. See <laughs> <laughs> how funny would it be if I came back and it's like, yeah, sometimes when a when a relationship is dying, it's good just to like you know knock the tree over. You know, don't respect relationships. Sometimes the deadwood needs to get burned out. You know what I mean? With my cock. Next time you see me, I'm like all goth. And I'm just like, I got like makeup on and like painted nails. Just like life is a failure. And when people are born, they're really just given like a death certificate. That's like what your gift is in life is just to know you'll die. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, we saw it, dude. It came out. Speaking of dying. If you haven't seen it. You got to go fucking see it, cause that movie, I is was it. I was blown away. I loved it, dude. From the fucking beginning, they captured so many feelings from the book. Um, I could just tell that they made that movie for two reasons: one, for themselves as artists, as well as for the people who like were so butthurt by like the failure of the original miniseries. Yeah, which was a failure. Uh, yeah, if you consider that anything but a failure, you're just fucking blowing smoke up someone's ass. Yeah, like Tim Curry was good in it, but like Tim Curry can like uh, dress up like a piece of shit and dance around for a half hour, and that'd be good too. He was good because he is Tim Curry, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like uh, Scarsgard or Charizard or whatever you want to call him. Charizard, Charizard, Charizard fucking killed it, and he, he honestly he showed up Tim Curry. This performance oh, so. was very diverse. Yeah, there were so many different things that you could pull from that performance like oh he was acting like an animal oh he was acting like um like a like a complete decepticon like he was doing so many different things he really seemed like a creature from another world yeah the one thing you knew for sure was that he wasn't just a clown and that's what i really loved about his performance you know anything but but you have no idea what and there was uh you put it in a good way though where it's like they did a good job of getting the emotion out of the book because there was a lot of quick scenes that just touched on shit, didn't go into it in full chapters or anything like that, but you just felt exactly what you needed to feel. Fear. Fear, being a kid. 
It was perfect. Dude, yeah, it brought me back to my youth. It brought like I want to like I honestly want to go back to my uh, old stomping grounds down in the patch of Turner's Falls, just to walk around and see the things I saw then. Mm-hmm. New eyes. Maybe you'll remember some stuff. Dude, I do remember some stuff, and um, I guess we'll talk about that next next episode. That's a teaser. I like it. Oh, well, there are some things, nice. some very disturbing things that I saw down there in the woods. That sounds cool. Good old Cabot Woods. More old than good. <laughs> Caused me a many, a many a trauma. Okay. Turner's Falls, Tin City Monsters. Hobos. Yeah, some some were people, and some were just uh, back to the ritualistic uh, sacrifices, man. Ooh. It all comes from somewhere, and it comes from good old Cabot Woods. Damn, this place does have sort of a weird culty feel to it. It's just like Erie, Indiana, man. What's Erie, Indiana? Place where everything gets lost, and then found, and then lost again. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like Rust from True Detective right there. Dude, I love True Detective. I know, I just picture you like looking out of a car window as you say that. Just sometimes are lost, things are not found till you lose yourself. And then Woody Harrelson's like, shut the fuck up, Russ. I swear to God, if you keep fucking talking, I'm going to beat you to this way to sideways. It's yeah. like, at least he makes sense, man. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> Woody Harrelson. You are you should shut up. Yeah. Woody Harrelson reminds me of every t-ball coach I've ever had. Man, how many, t- how many seasons of t-ball did you play, buddy? Uh, I just finished my 13th one last year. How are you doing? You think you're gonna? I dominate. Up? I dominate, dude. I fuck people up in t-ball. You have you no like idea. You purposefully line drive the ball to knock yes. kids out. Yes, I point at the kid with my bat beforehand, and then I get him each time. <laughs> they call me the Reaper. It's beautiful. I n- Here comes the Reaper. You I have know. like a great intro song. Yeah, no, dude. I fucking uh, I decorate the hood of my car with all their cleats of my victims. It's fantastic. That's pretty good, man. Dude, I fuck people up, man. It's not even... Parents hate it. They really hate it. But I just... I come in there. I crack it. It's always like right in the middle of the chest where I hit them. It's beautiful. They, they should play uh, Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball when, when you come <laughs> out. That's my walk-up. <laughs> like a wrecking ball. Also, I insist, on being, I I insist on being the pitcher, too, on defense. It's called T-ball. But that one I play. I just run up to it before they can swing, grab it, run back to the mound. Bean it at their head. <laughs> <laughs> the people hate me there, man, but I just, I dominate and tell you, undefeated. Undefeated, damn. Yeah, dude. You're a one-man you. team. <laughs> wrecking ball, man. The wrecking ball. <laughs> wrecking ball Mike Smith. Telling you. <laughs> so uh, how do you think our first episode back went? It, it was okay. It was okay. okay. Some, for, some personally, hits, some misses. Personally, I think I need to knock some more rust off, but hey, we're just doing this for fun then, you know? They're, they can't all be gems, you know? I think this was a gem. I mean, yeah. I opened up about some stuff. You did. That we was talked touching. about some, uh, some, some, uh, you know, some, some ethics. We talked about some. Uh, we talked a little bit about North Korea and China and our inability to uh, separate um, movie theories and reality. <laughs> right. Yeah. We were talking about the North Korea, and then we're like, oh, what if fucking like Transformer jumped out and swatted the nuke out like Dennis Rodman? What if Dennis Rodman was a Transformer? We decided that one was. He's a more good of a idea. transsexual than a transformer. Hey, there you but, go. But uh, you guys can look forward to hearing uh, the follow up to um, some of the stuff that we talked about today. Uh, that good old question I'm going to ask, 
And uh, I'll probably tell you a little bit more about my youth in Turner's Falls and the mystery of Cabot Woods. I can't wait. In the meantime, uh, keep it regular with the MCT oil, and uh, we'll see you soon.